Kia ora and welcome to 5 Minutes with the FMA, a podcast by New Zealand's Financial Markets Authority, Timana Tātai Hoko Hoko. FMA Director of Investment Management Paul Gregory is here to talk about our latest KiwiSaver annual report for the year to June 2022, KiwiSaver's 15th full year. Paul, what are the standout findings in this year's report? I think um, this report shows uh, quite a tipping point in KiwiSaver or, or definitely the, the start of one. And a big part of that was the substantial change in the settings for the default KiwiSaver providers. So you get allocated to one if you don't make a choice. So the fees range from uh, as low as 20 basis points, uh, so two-tenths of 1%, up to 40 basis points. So these are these are quite reasonable. You get quite a lot for them. So we think that's going to be quite influential on KiwiSaver as a whole uh, and that the start of the impact of that has really come across in the KiwiSaver report because the total number of fees and dollars that have been collected from default um, funds has dropped quite substantially and that reflects the change in fee settings. And I guess the other thing uh, is the impact of our own value for money work. So that's not quite as evident um, as the as the changing in default settings. But uh, if you look at the fees for active funds, um, they've still gone up, but not as much as what they have done in previous years. Now, we, we can't pat ourselves on the back for that too comprehensively at this point because the, the data is not 100% inclusive. But it's a sort of arresting of the constant upward progress in the amount of dollars that non-default KiwiSaver um, members got charged. So uh, I think probably, uh, and hopefully, fingers crossed, what we will see uh, is that starting to flatten and come down in the next KiwiSaver report and the next one after that. Now, as for this year's report, it shows funds under management rose 10% to almost $90 billion as at 31 March 22. What's behind that increase? Well, from what we can see, a lot of it was from contributions. And of course, that uh, it's contributions from the member and contributions from their employer and of course, the contribution from the government. Not a lot of support from the market for a lot of funds, even for conservative funds, as we've seen here, because in some cases, um, people were getting negative returns on, on bonds and things like that. Um, that was also uh, despite some withdrawals. So over 65s, um, up to almost 2 billion and first home withdrawals are still reasonably steady uh, at 1.4 billion. It was another year of growth for socially responsible funds too. Membership up 64% to over 36,000 and holdings of almost $900 million. That is for funds that have the explicit label. So that's what they're called, responsible or ethical. And that's only a very small portion of the funds in the market um, that advertise using those sorts of concepts um, or even who use those terms um, as saying, oh, we've got a responsible investment policy, that sort of stuff in their, in their PDS or in their um, statement of investment policies. So the formally labelled funds are a small portion of the market um, and then I guess the other side of this, it's also about what people expect. And you see survey after survey, including our own, um, that shows that, um, that New Zealanders just expect their funds not to be invested in things like tobacco or, or cluster munitions or whatever. And they're very surprised or upset when they find out that that's the case. Um, so this really is um, table stakes for KiwiSaver and that fund managers um, are unaware of this at their peril, I think. The report also says liquidity risk management is an ongoing focus for the FMA following our liquidity survey last year. What's the issue there? Yeah, we did the Managed Investment Scheme Liquidity Survey uh, and that showed a pretty 
low level of, of awareness, um, quite surprisingly, of something fundamental. But we're starting to see in KiwiSaver um, funds investing in things like private equity, rental property, property development, things like that. And those things are not easy to sell quickly. So it's um, funds that are going into that kind of asset that's prompting us to think about, well, people who are investing in those things or thinking of investing in those things really need to plan how they would treat their investors fairly um, if they needed to get hold of a lot of cash quickly, especially if these sorts of assets are occupying a larger and larger portion of the portfolio. Um, sometimes you need to sell or to fund a lot of withdrawals at once um, when your fund value is also going down because the market's going down and that can be pretty tricky. So you need to have figured out what you're going to do in advance. And finally, what's the main message to industry from this year's report? The message to industry from this report is that KiwiSaver members, and we saw this in the GST reaction as well, uh, that the KiwiSaver members have started to become more engaged either because um, they've shifted to or been shifted to products that just are good value or because they're thinking about these things harder themselves. So while you are being encouraged to think about value for money and what you do for your members um, by the regulator, um, your members are already doing that. So the quicker and, and more... Uh, seriously, uh, that you come to this discussion yourselves with your members, um, the better it will be. Thanks, Paul. That's Paul Gregory, and that was another five minutes with the FMA. If you want to read the full KiwiSaver annual report, it's on our website at fma.govt.nz. We'll bring you more FMA insights next month. Till then, hey, kōna mai. Bye for now. <music>